Greetings and welcome to the African Spirit Reintegrated and Reimagined Podcast. I am Asani Brogan, owner of Asani Coaching Services. And in this episode, I am discussing African spirituality and black liberation. This is a very interesting topic for me. It's actually something that I thought about years ago, even when I was dealing with the Hebrew Israelite movement. I started to think about how much of a role our spirituality plays in us remaining in bondage. That thought pattern started to come up at that particular time, primarily because the Hebrew Israelites teach that we are in bondage as a people group because we disobeyed the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Most High, in which case our punishment is subjugation to an inferior people group, i.e. Europeans in our situation. So I started to ponder all about that as I went through that transition and i really started to think wow there's something to this i felt like that myself beyond the the scope of punishment the fact that so many of our people are not in alignment with our native spirituality and at that time when i was referring to native spirituality i wasn't even thinking about atr systems and things of that nature i was more so thinking about what we intuitively knew to do right because we were absolutely subjugated to worshiping something that did not look like us you know all throughout the world even on the continent the majority of images that represent this jesus or christ-like figure are whitewashed and i came to know that you know that wasn't true just through the knowledge that i gleaned from my studies of you know biblical text in much more depth than just reading the bible and you know taking something that somebody gave to me but really examining the region of the world that all of those things happen in and coming to an understanding that it had to be a black people group Even more so, that knowledge was driven home when I had the opportunity to live in the Middle East and realize that all of the people groups in the Middle East had to be black people groups originally because white people cannot survive in that desert heat environment. So there's no way possible that, you know, this character Jesus or any of the other biblical characters that are represented as white could have walked the earth as the Bible record states without getting scorched and burned in that desert heat because it is very, very hot out there. So as I transition through that thought pattern and I really begin to meditate it, meditate on it through my own personal experiences and also through some you know ideologies that were presented by other people i started to really think that our spiritual practices can be the key to our liberation that being said not just you know everybody practice atr and we're all good type of deal that means practicing them within their full scope and within the proper context because there are a lot of people who practice atr in today's world and it is not being practiced according to the way our ancestors set them up in order to be practiced 
in which case they do us no good when it comes to liberation of us as a people group nor liberation of us as individuals from our own you know mindset thinking etc etc so i wanted to come forward and really present some of my thoughts about this particular subject because i do think that our spiritual systems can be instrumental in this and likewise i've also heard other african spiritualists touch on this topic to a pretty deep extent and you know this is just my way of kind of adding to that dialogue so the first thing i want to tackle is the concept of slavery itself and just defining that notion which is basically a slave is an individual person who has been forced into servitude right so we're basically talking about somebody who is working or doing things against their own will now obviously this requires them to be in physical bondage but i contend that slavery bondage of any kind is always going to be mental first in order for someone to submit to the dynamic of being forced to do what somebody else tells them to they have to be mentally conquered beyond just their physical being being conquered now that can happen much easier with some people than with other people but it still has to happen irrespective of the situation right so you could absolutely be in physical bondage but you are not necessarily enslaved until you submit your mind to that process and your will likewise to doing what the individual tells you to do this is one of the reasons why um, when people do enslave people they first conquer their mind they may put them in a face of physical bondage for weeks or months on end in order to subjugate their mind so that person then says well in order to survive i have to do what this other individual tells me to do because otherwise when you put someone in physical bondage if you don't kill them before you even get them into that space they will absolutely continuously fight against that and many of our people did so those who were taken from the continent of africa and brought to the americas likewise the individuals who um, were captured you know the indigenous or native people who were captured here in the Americas, many of them fought. Some of the individuals who were captured in Africa never even made it over into the new world because they jumped off the ship as they were be, as they were traveling. They did this voluntarily. Of course, according to record, there are instances whereby the slave masters or what have you threw people off because of dead weight and things like that in order to survive the voyage however there are also instances of slaves or individuals i won't call them slaves because they weren't slaves at that time because they chose to free themselves through the process of death and this is what i mean by you have to be conquered mentally first those individuals realized that where they were going was not going to be for their benefit they already saw the makings of slavery as they were taking that passage or that journey into the new world in which case they said hey i'm not going for this and they jumped off the ship so they were never slaves they were people in physical bondage okay 
same dynamic happened with you know individuals as i just said once they made it some of them made it here and they realized hey this is not for me and people who were killed here and likewise people who were killed on the continent because we also have to remember that africa was colonized which is just another word for enslaving a people group in their own homeland that's pretty much the only difference because colonization looks a whole lot like slavery many individuals on the african continent suffer from mental bondage even more so than some individuals in the americas even though african nations are full of black people and so what happens is their minds have been subjugated to an inferiority complex and this it has affected pretty much all of us at some point in our lives it's very very hard to escape it especially because of the world that we live in where we are bombarded constantly by imagery of white being the the dominant or the more superior race it happens all throughout every society it's not just in america it's not just in africa or you know other westernized regions of the world these dynamics occur likewise in asian regions whereby we see asian people wanting to achieve a more white complexion or appearance to the point where they actually bleach their skin black people do it too so again it's hard to escape unless you are living in some type of really remote part of the world and among indigenous people and you are not subject to media in the same way as the modernized world has been in which case this is the way that we are still very much so enslaved today though many people think that we are free because we're not in physical bondage for the most part because some of us are when you're talking about prisons and things like that that's the same dynamic as slavery but when we're referring to individuals who are physically free to move around this earth many of them are still very much so suffering from mental slavery they are infected with this inferiority complex in which case that is a form of slavery that has caused them to bond themselves even more so to this whole euro eurocentric or westernized dynamic that we find ourselves in today the, the capitalism and so forth and so on as i just mentioned you have people who feel so inferior that they go out and buy things that oftentimes they can't even really afford in order to achieve a status symbol whether it be trying to show forth that they have wealth and they're you know living outside of their means or whether it's to achieve an appearance that they deem to be the more beautiful appearance or that would give them a higher level of status we see this thing happening all the time again with the skin whitening creams and you know women with the hair i know females who spend you know thousands of dollars a year even on the continent in order to achieve a certain look with their hair because they are feeling inferior again they just further put themselves in bondage that's the first part of the dynamic is understanding the root of slavery how does a people become enslaved 
in which case we are talking about this occurring from the standpoint of somebody subjugating another person's mind making them feel inferior less than and therefore that individual then submits to the dominant group or the individuals who have enslaved them and they pr pretty much walk that path and deem everything that their other group of people says to be right as right and they begin to see everything that came from them their ancestors or that is even produced by them in modern day times to be less than everything else that's produced or presented by another people group in the case of black people we're referring to europeans so you've got black people who deem everything that is white as right in which case they are in mental bondage which keeps them in a space of physical bondage it keeps them from moving forward they don't want to create they don't want to make a life for themselves because they don't deem what they have their skills or their abilities or their knowledge of that or that of their peers to be as good as that which is produced by another group of people so i'm going to take a break real quick when i come back i am going to discuss how african spirituality can play a major role in us coming out of this space of mental bondage Now, before the break, I discussed how an individual or a people group becomes enslaved, in which case that's a mental process whereby another group or another individual imposes certain imagery and knowledge upon a different people group, making them feel inferior, in which case they submit to that people group because they feel like that other people group has all the answers and is correct, right, etc therefore the way out of that process is then to liberate or free the mind in which case african spirituality absolutely has the propensity to do just that because for one as a people group we are very very spiritual that is the core of who we are even white scholars have admitted that white people do not have the same spiritual capacity as black people groups do. In which case, we have a natural affinity towards compassion, towards love, devotion, um, connecting with the spiritual realm is very, very much so natural for us. Most black people have intuitive abilities that go above and beyond what other people groups can achieve because we have that direct link to spirit in which case if we go back to our spiritual heritage we can find the keys to unlock that knowledge and in, in that um connection back to spirit and unlocking us from that bondage that has kept us enslaved for all of these years throughout the course of history now atr in and of itself can't do that it's all about the way you practice it and how you connect with it so for one if you have a sincere heart that you are coming back to this practice 
or you maybe you started out from birth either way it goes if you are practicing atr in a space of connecting deeper with spirit spirit will ultimately lead you down that path to liberation in so many different ways it probably won't happen overnight for the average person that's not typical because there's a lot of work that has to be done when it comes to learning about yourself and learning about your culture and all of those dynamics that take place within ATR. However, this process can absolutely liberate our minds and help us to be free from that inferiority complex if we allow it to. One of the first things that ATR will do is help you to reconnect with your ancestral heritage because pretty much every African traditional religion is founded on that ancestral scope whereby we connect with our ancestors and we learn how to commune with them and talk to them and get the knowledge that they have for us. Ancestral connections are partially about reconciliation of the bloodline. Your ancestors, of course, help you to fulfill your destiny and lead you down the path to living a fulfilled, strong, healthy, good life, etc. But they also are here to help us to reconcile. And we absolutely need their reconciliation as a people group to understand what has happened in the past so that we don't continuously repeat those same mistakes. So as you connect with your ancestors, they will start to guide you and lead you in a direction on how to reconcile your bloodline and likewise how you how you can become free as an individual, thus leading to communal freedom because it starts at the individual level. That's another thing as well that I want to point out when it comes to freedom of black people it has to start at the individual level first and I think that is that has been a mistake that many black people groups have made in the past when it came to liberation is that we try to just free the people group of the physical bondage but few people were really focused on that individual level whereby you had to free that person's mind from bondage. I love the conversations and the dialogue um, that Malcolm X put out because he was one of those leaders who did talk about how we need to get out of bondage mentally first. But many of the leaders of the civil rights movement were focused primarily on getting rights within the community for black people groups, not understanding that even if we had the ability to you know, drink from the same water faucet or sit wherever we chose to sit on a bus or work in certain segments, we would still be in bondage because mentally we felt inferior to another people group, right? So again, those ancestral connections are very critical in that process. When you start to connect with your heritage and understand where you came from, your ancestors will guide you down that path and show you what type of people group you truly came from not just the recent people that you know as part of your bloodline but i mean your ancient ancestors who were very powerful people some even probably came from royalty not all so i'm not on that you know we was all kings and queens in africa because that's absolutely not true everybody could not be a king or a queen that being said there was more of an equality tone, tone throughout society we understood that 
everybody had his or her, her role to play and even if someone may have sat in a royal position he or she was not more than another person or an individual who let's say maybe picked up the trash in the community both held very important roles and they were respected as such that being said you may absolutely find out that you have some very prominent individuals in your family line whether they were groundskeepers or if they were kings and queens sitting on thrones or what have you you will find that you have some very respectable individuals in your bloodline who were not savages who were not demonic etc etc but individuals who basically held it together so that you could even be here in today's time in which case connecting through your roots through an african spiritual system can take you down that path um along with that notion is that practicing african spirituality can absolutely lead you down the road to the truth of knowledge of your history and culture beyond just your ancestral bloodline but understanding that you came from civilized communities you were not just a bunch of savages out in the jungle and did not know anything about life and you know how to even so much as build a fire but instead if you go back to the historical context of Africa, many of the civilizations were even more advanced than what we see in today's world according to their time frame. So a lot of the knowledge that we even have today, the foundation of a lot of the things that we have were actually derived from the continent, from our people groups. But of course, that information is not presented in mainstream society because if it were, then it would cause us to be high and lifted up and think about ourselves in a completely different way. So instead, in the educational systems that were developed by Eurocentric people, systems in which so many Black people fight to even get into teach us that we were nothing we were savages we were always slaves we came from slaves which is absolutely not true now that being said african spirituality itself may not show you all of the history though it will show you some because it's very much an oral tradition so you learn about different figures within the different systems that you practice and how great they were you know think about shaka zulu for instance he is a very much so prominent part of the zulu traditions and so of course he will be talked about and taught about within those communities and people will see him as a great warrior a great leader of his people group hopefully they'll get the narrative from the zulu people and not from the commercialized television version of um shaka zulu even though that was still a good depiction of showing a very very powerful african african male during those times however of course you know they always want to make it come out to look like they are superior so you know they kind of made him look a little bit insane near the end of the series but either way we will get those types of narratives that are presented to us through our um, systems but again 
this will even go beyond just the knowledge that is contained within those African spiritual dynamics. It will cause you to want to know more about your people and seek out other resources to learn about your true history and your true culture, understanding that we are rich in culture beyond just the way we dress or maybe the foods that we cook. But our traditions are so replete and so sound. And if we were actually adhering to the traditions that came out of our spirituality, we would be such a strong people group because there is so much knowledge and wisdom in the way we operate within African spiritual circles. There are just certain things that you do not do. There are certain things that you should do in order to show respect to your elders etc etc all of that is contained within our spiritual systems unfortunately we as a people group have come so far away from those dynamics we don't see those elements as much so in westernized societies as we used to even so seeing it with individuals who practice throughout the diaspora especially like in westernized parts of the world we don't see our traditions being adhered to in the same way as they are on the continent but if you really study like what our people were doing and how they operated in society to ensure that their societies remain salient that came from their spiritual heritage their spiritual knowledge in which case a lot of our laws in westernized societies actually came from the way our people were operating and europeans studying us and seeing how we were able to navigate our way of life and live in harmony with each other as a community and have such strong societies that's another dynamic that can absolutely occur when you do go back into your traditions and start to live the traditional way of life we will see our people just fall back in line and as we're living together in a community and we're restored to what our ancestors taught and we're living that again not just having the knowledge and not utilizing it and operating within it but when we do go back to those dynamics we begin to free ourselves from the western ways of thinking western ways of doing in which case we can become more communally based and start to build our communities back up again without having to depend on any other people groups I'm going to take another quick break when I come back I will speak more on this topic of how African spirituality can play a critical role in black liberation. Ancestor veneration is central to many traditional spiritual practices around the world. It's a way to honor and remember those who came before us. It's also a way to connect with our ancestors and learn from them. In my book, I reveal the intricacies of these rituals, as well as their historical context and how you can benefit from them in your daily life. So get your copy of Connecting with Your Ancestors, a practical guide for living a destiny-driven life now at Amazon.com. Before I left for the break, I was discussing how African spirituality can lead us down the path of understanding our culture and our heritage in much greater depth, in which case we can gain a sense of 
pride and kind of abandon this inferiority complex, come back into ourselves and knowledge of who we are and understand our greatness and utilize our greatness for our own communities and ourselves as black people groups throughout the earth. Um, likewise, African spiritual systems have the capacity to heal on every level. So I'm not just referring to, you know, healing spiritual trauma, but likewise mental, emotional, and physical diseases, ailments, and trauma that has been put on us throughout the course of history in many different ways. So you're talking about systems in which case we communicate with the spirit realm and get the knowledge that we need to come out of sickness which is likewise a form of bondage our minds abound even beyond just the inferiority complex a lot of people within our communities suffer from mental illnesses and unfortunately that's growing there are really serious mental illnesses in which case we are not even able to think properly in order to move forward in ways that we should be able to move forward in to help ourselves and help our communities unfortunately as society becomes more advanced we are seeing more and more people who are suffering from mental health problems in which case they can't even function in society in order to be able to be productive members of society whether that be in the westernized world or within you know african traditional systems or african i should say african um, societies as a whole that being the case if we work with our systems and learn about different healing modalities and techniques that are outside of allopathic treatment pathways and I am discussing this from the position of a healthcare professional because I absolutely understand what is going on in healthcare and you know how they are even triggering us more so with all of the chemicals and things that we are taking and putting inside of our bodies. I'm not going to get too deep into that conversation in this episode. However, suffice it to say that if we go back to our traditional medicine, we can find healing and absolute cures to our disease states and process processes and detoxify our bodies and our minds at the same time instead of moving towards medicines that are not doing this medicines that are you know come with so many different side effects because they're filled with poisons in which case we get sicker instead of getting better and this dynamic applies to illnesses on all levels. And as we get sicker, the less we are able to function in any capacity, even physically. So we're talking about, you know, nation building here and coming back together as a people group so that we are free and we can work together within our own communities to build our communities according to our standards, our traditions, and our cultures. In which case, if we have a bunch of people who are sick, Let's take an example. Let's say, you know, every black person decided to get up and go and repatriate to Africa today. Well, you know, in theory, that would seem so nice. Oh, we all together and we're unified, but it would not be the best thing in the world because we're taking a lot of people from all around the earth, putting them back on a continent and in many regards they are sick even the people on the continent are sick because they likewise adhere to allopathic treatment modalities it's not just you know us in the diaspora who are subjected to these things but again 
you put us all back on the continent and you don't you still don't have the capacity to build because we are suffering some, from so much illnesses again even the inferiority complex so if you you know think everything that somebody else does is better you're not even going to work in that same way to build your own but let's say that you know that doesn't even exist and it's just you know we are physically incapable of building up our own we are we are mentally incapable of strategizing and using our brains for business and things like that of course it is not everyone but it does play a major role in us being able to advance as a people group the sicker we get the less we are able to function properly in today's world in which case we can't even help ourselves out we can't help other people out there you know the population of people with illnesses is growing so much i see this all the time working in you know healthcare i've seen this for years working in healthcare i don't i no longer work in the healthcare sector but um for years you know i've seen this and i still research and study and you know see different disease states our people are getting sicker and sicker whereas if we would go back to our traditional ways eating our foods the way we used to cook them and things like that and not just even eating them the way we used to cook them but raising them the way that they're still being raised on the continent that's one thing i can say about the continent when it comes to food um one of the things i enjoyed the most is that it was so absolutely fresh but that dynamic is even disappearing as you see more of the western world going over spraying the crops or even convincing farmers in those areas to utilize poison poisons and things like that um even really convincing people to you know put poisons and toxins chemicals and things in well water supplies that does happen on the continent as well it's not as to a great extent as we have it here the food is still very much so fresher than what we get for the most part especially when you're talking about eating organically grown foods right there on the continent there are some you know spaces where you can definitely get imported food from which i don't recommend if you're living on the continent but you know it happens so again our spiritual systems are absolutely connected to natural medicine and natural healing if you go and get a reading for some kind of health condition and it's required that you actually take something for your healing it will always be an herbal remedy when we're talking about authentic traditional spiritual practices spiritualists on the continent are absolutely able to make herbal natural remedies based on divination to get you the cures that you need without you having to depend on the allopathic treatment that comes from you know the u.s or other westernized parts of the world and even then the sad part about it is most of the medicine that even exists on the continent um that they get from the westernized world is not even the best quality a lot of times they'll send outdated medications to the continent for the treatment of people so even if you are going that route and you're living on the continent you will typically get the worst of the worst type of medication but even if you're in a westernized society it's not like the medicine is even that much better for you because it still contains a lot of chemicals and things that only serve to make you worse 
instead of helping you to actually get better because the modern day you know healthcare complex isn't even designed to cure people it's designed to keep people dependent on it because that's how they make their money right if doctors actually cured people there wouldn't be so many of them and they would be out of business really really quickly so you know that is another dynamic that we need to explore is getting back to our native traditional way of healing and dealing with our trauma on every level african spirituality can help us to do that it can help us to do all the things that i've mentioned already and so much more if we connect with our african spiritual systems in the right way if we start to really go back into them the way our ancestors did because our ancestors were born and raised in these systems they did not journey into them to see you know what they could get what kind of magic or spell you know the remedy that they could get in order for them to do this or that and then just kind of walk away from it this was a way of life for them their spirituality was integrated in in their culture and herein i am referring to you know ancestors of diasporic people groups who have been disconnected from that dynamic because african traditionalists who are practicing on the continent today are still very much so connected with that they are born into these traditions they don't decide you know i'm going to just connect with this system just to get what i want to get and it come out of it this is a way of life for many of them now you do have unfortunately again colonization you know brought forth the dynamic of christianity islam primarily those two religions on the continent in which case you have a lot of tribal people who are no longer practicing their traditions however whenever they suffer from some kind of disease or situation that is beyond what their spiritual systems can assist them with they often do go back into their traditions to get readings and um to get cures and help for their service of course they do this kind of in a stealthy way they'll go undercover and not allow society at large to know about this because unfortunately in many regions of africa you know traditional religions are not respected just like they aren't here right there was a mass campaign to destabilize us and one of the primary ways they did did it was to disconnect us from our deities from our spirits in which case we didn't have that same access to them that same knowledge and awareness and you know our ability to do magic as it were is not even as strong as it used to be we used to have those direct connections because for one we weren't dealing with all the distractions in the world we were living in nature among each other community was based on um excuse me our entertainment was based on our community we had dialogue with each other we spent time with our families we didn't spend time all day long on a cell phone or in front of a television set or even more active things that just continuously keep us distracted from our spirit spiritual person 
we were not involved in engaging those things to a high level on the continent. And again, you still see the dynamic at play. A lot of it has more so to do with accessibility than anything else in the modern day world when it comes to people on the continent, you know, or even in other areas of the diaspora. So let me not even forget about, you know, there's poverty, extreme poverty in other areas outside of the continent who suffer this same fate black people groups i'm referring to who suffer this same fate whereby you know they just it's lack of access more than anything else um you know electricity issues infrastructure issues etc that kind of keep them from wholeheartedly or fully embracing the western way of life but many people still gain access to it in some form or another they just not you know hold on just engaged in these types of things because they just don't have the ability to do so again it's about us getting back to that dynamic in the spirit of what it was from the beginning and what it was meant to be in which case we can experience a level we can actually experience full-on black liberation if you know everybody was to take that pathway so I am going to go ahead and close here and just kind of leave you with that message and hopefully, you know, it gave you some ideas and some insights on how very important our spirituality is in our freedom. Ashe, guys, have a beautiful and blessed day and beyond.